Today's goddess is the fairy queen known as the mistress of illusion and glamour. The goddess of love and protectress of young animals. She is Una. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode number 46. What? Getting close to the fitty. (laughs) (laughs) Of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am Nicole, and this is the... I was going to say raven hair. Wow. (laughs) You're the raven haired. Yeah, that's me. This is the fiery, gorgeous Gigi. Hello. Hello. Well, thank you for joining us. And how about you come along and join us as we drink some tea or spirits and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. (laughs) And if you love the show, why don't you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever you can do to get us seen um you can find us on instagram at goddess chat leos or email us at goddess chat at yahoo.com and the best way as Gigi always says the best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review and of course word of mouth is priceless we love your mouse Use them. Love your mouth. <laughs> Just talk about us. Talking. Oh my goodness. Well, goddesses, grab your drinks and let's chat. Ciao. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been having some. Uh, we've we've been getting sick a lot. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> so we just had to take a little break. So I'm happy you all are here to join us now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this show. <laughs> yeah, your poor household has just had a a run of it, haven't you? Yeah, I feel like every weekend we've been like getting blown with something and. It's been stomach bugs recently, so that's been fun. Well, that's because you actually go out into the world. I go to the post office, so. Yeah, it's not like I I choose to go out, you know, like, but um, my work requires me to, so, yeah. yeah. And then also it doesn't help that, like, my son catches whatever school viruses from his cousins, you know, so. Yeah, right. I feel like it always ends up starting there, yeah. So it does. Lots of bathroom cleanups. It's been fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a reason for birth control there. If you're on yes. the fence. <laughs> if you're thinking, hmm, is motherhood for me? <laughs> oh my goodness. Have a chat with Gigi. Yeah, yeah, I don't have anything new. Um, but we do have a very special guest this episode. Oh, do we? Yes, we Y'all. do. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's been a hot minute, we forgot. No, um, we actually have the amazing Sarah Robinson. Her Yay! new book, Kitchen Witch, is out. Go get it, and we talked to her about it. Yes, yes, we we have her on our episode today, and this is our second time being graced with her presence. Yes, of interviewing us, and we are so happy that she's been so involved with us over the past year. She even was um, a sponsor for our one year anniversary giveaway, and just uh, yeah we're so excited that we got to have her on again she is a national treasure in she my really heart is. okay really is. i adore her <laughs> so oh my I, goodness i got nothing else this is how i've been lately even when you call me to talk in the morning i'm just like Meh. we've been i think we've just been our our strings have been pulled in many different directions lately my so. candle mm-hmm. is burnt at both ends like mm-hmm. it is it's not even waxy anymore it is just full-on string yes done so So tired (laughs) yeah so i hope that all of you are hanging in there and let's just have some fun let's talk about this goddess today let's do it So our sources for today is goddess are the websites. This one always gets me journeying to the goddess.wordpress.com. 
Um, <laughs> Sometimes I think it's journey into, but yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. We are going mm-hmm. into the goddess mm-hmm. full on. Um, and then we have a Schaefer. Yeah. And I will have these in the show notes and um, earth wisdom earthscience.com <laughs> okay and then our books of course um we have encyclopedia of spirits by judica ills and uh, 365 goddess a daily guide to the magic and inspiration of the goddess by patricia telesco so that's an exciting one she actually has a kitchen witch book as well i need to Ooh, look nice. that one up and then we're back with an oracle card. We have um, from Sacred Mothers and Goddesses by Claudia Olivos. Yay. Yeah. Thank you for that encouragement. I needed it. <laughs> so her name is pronounced Una, also known as Una and Una. <laughs> yeah, Basically. I wasn't sure if it was like Una and Una, Una or just yeah. like Una, Una. Una. Like, yeah. Um, mm. In the ballad tradition of Northern England and Lowland Scotland, she was called the Queen of Elfame. E L P H A M E. Elfame. Elfame. I'm yeah, adding, I'm making it mm-hmm. Italian. I like it. Her appearance, Una, is described as so beautiful so beautiful that no one at least no mortal can look at her without being speechless and amazed that's how i that's felt how when i, I met Gigi. No, shut I up i got say that to you <laughs> like that's how i feel when i look at you shut your face i got you first <laughs> no, known as the mistress of illusion and glamour that's nicole's tagline right there oh, yes. i wish man that is that is like yeah definitely Her silver gossamer dress appears to shimmer with diamonds, but it's really sparkling dew. She's very moist. When when I work out, I just have sparkling dew. Yes. That's, I I like that instead of calling it sweat. Yeah, no. We don't sweat, we sparkly dew. Yes. (laughs) The fairy queen has golden hair so long that it reaches the ground, which is my goal. Yes, all of us. (laughs) Well, let's get into some legends and mythology. Una is the goddess of nature, love, and magic, and the queen of the fairies. She was the Celtic wife of the leader of the Irish, the Tua de Danan, and the original inhabitants of Ireland. And her consort's name was um, Finnbar, Finn, or High King Finvara. That's sweet. High King Finvara. Okay, well, listen to this. I was looking up how to pronounce some names and i found a little video i'll have to send you the link so you can put it in the show notes maybe or maybe i'll post it on our page okay and it tells the story of this like and um another name that he went by was finn mccool stop it <laughs> yes Mc, like mclovin but McCool. yes mccool <laughs> finn mccool oh. So I love it. I love that it. is a Chippendales dancer uh, <laughs> name. That is the best. I was like, is this a joke right now? Like it's literally Mick and then C O O L. Cool. Mick cool. Like <laughs> Jeez, that's brilliant. I love it, yes. So back to what we were talking about. <laughs> when the Gales invaded their land, Una relied on her creativity and ingenuity. She led her people underground where they created a magical and safe world from which they could always access the land that they loved. And they later became known as gnomes and fairies. Some sources said leprechauns too, but I don't know if that's politically correct anymore. Really? So I left really? it out. Oh, okay. I thought the leprechauns were part of the Fey folk, but if it's that's what I would think, right? Yeah, I thought they were, but I don't, don't want to offend anyone. Yes. If you're a leprechaun, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you. Yes. <laughs> Where's my pot of gold? There, I just totally offended. Back to it. <laughs> well, Una was said to be so beautiful that she rendered men speechless. Mm-hmm. However, at least her husband and the giant Ben and Donner were quite able to hold, um, to hold a conversation with her. If the Irish folklore is to be believed. However, this certainly doesn't take away from her beauty. And she was known as the most beautiful of all the fairy Queens being a goddess of nature. She had golden hair that was so long. It swept the ground 
she puts you in touch with the other realms and the unseen and nature spirits like the fairies. Una was cunning, a witty woman, and saved her husband Finn from the fearsome giant Ben and Donner, who had caught and flattened a thunderbolt with his bare hands and made it into a pancake, which he carried around with him in his pocket. So, knowing that Finn was no match for his strength, Una devised a plan that successfully overcame the giant, which could not have been done by brute force. So she used her wits, not her guns, you know? That's right. She's got to go in that pocket, get that yes. pancake. <laughs> so while her husband, Finn, was fretting and being scared of the giant, Una reassured him that she, he needn't worry, but would easily overcome, overcome Ben and Donner and protect her husband from him. So she shows in the story with what ease she is able to overcome a seemingly insurmountable obstacle. Rather than charging in and trying to force things to happen quickly, she has the wisdom to know that things take their time to mm. bring you to their desired end result. So Una is neither worried nor impatient, and she is confident in her own abilities and her plan. We should all feel that way more often. Right. Oh, my gosh. Um, um, hello, Leo. I know. We need to not worry. We need to not be impatient. We need to be confident. Okay, people? Confidence. Leo. Oh, my goodness. Don't like to wait for anything. No, we don't. <laughs> I want it right now. Make it happen. <laughs> All right. Well, Una is a seductive woman, enticing with her charms and devotion to that which she believes in. So with her confidence and seeming kindness, while she spins her web to ensnare Ben and Donner in, she changes his beliefs about her husband one by one through the power of her intellect and charm, knowing that she will reach her desired outcome after going through each phase of changing the giant's mindset. So in being confident about the final outcome of going through the phases of changing the giant Ben and Donner's mindset, Una teaches that everything comes in phases and cycles. She knows that the virtue of patience while working on a plan that brings her a step closer with each action she takes towards her goal. She is not idle nor insecure without direction, and each step she, in each step she takes, each next action serves a purpose. Yet, she never wavers in her wisdom, that, and this is what will bring her to the final resort, result that she is aiming for. Hmm. She's, you know, I mean, this is the way we try to act, especially as, like, mothers and partners at times, but oh, it's hard. Patience this, is hard. So, that's what my meditation apps tell me, but I, it's hard. I always tell James, I'm like, okay, baby, I'm sorry, you have to be patient. But I don't want to be patient. <laughs> yes. Like we all feel that way. Patience like, is hard. It, Patience is a virtue. Obviously, Una understands that. So the fairy queen also has a dark side. I mean, come on, fae folk. They like to be a little mischievous at times. They're tricky. <laughs> For it is said that she was bound to pay a tithe to hell every seven years. And it was her mortal lover's. Who were to pay this price so men were therefore both fascinated and afraid of her and that was reflected in the poem la belle dame sans merci by keats and that means um the beautiful lady i think of thank you or not uh man i forgot i can't pronounce is that um, french because that yeah, sounds it is french. fancy it's french. look at you yes. say it again le, le belle dame sans merci I like it. I'm trying. Like it. It's been a long time since I spoke French, but I think it means like the beautiful woman, the thankless beautiful woman. I think that's what it means. I'm trying to remember exactly, but it's something like that. Yeah. So the knight in the poem meets a lady in the meads, full of beauty, a fairy's child. Her hair was long, her foot was light, and her eyes were wild. Mm. And he rides off with a fairy maid and then sees the pale kings and princes too, pale warriors, death, pale, all that they were. And they cried, La belle dame, sans merci, hath thee thrall. Like Una, the fairy in the poem is said to have had long hair. Again, this is a symbol of both the chastity and unavailability of the fae woman, who even when vulnerable and naked remains veiled by her hair. Oh, I like that. This veiling is a very ancient symbol of goddess or the mysteries that remained veiled to the uninitiated, that remained veiled to the uninitiated until the time is right. Indeed, Una's gossamer dress is more veil than a robe 
And although it appears like sparkling diamonds, it is actually made from dewdrops. So Nicole she has all sweat. these little Yes, she has all these beautiful little natural veilings on her. Do you know who she reminds me of? Do you remember we did an episode on Thor's wife, North Mythology, yes, and she had yes. the long everything was always described by the long, mm-hmm. long hair. Yes. Now I can't remember her name. Wasn't it like C or Sif? Sif? Sif. Sif, thank you. See, yes. I knew if I just kind of made a noise. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So sometimes in November, the people of the ancient Ireland celebrated the day for the wee folk, known mm. as Lunatishis. And this is a time to revel in fairy folklore and superstition. And we can honor Una and her children by following suit. Una's blessings were invoked to find true love and to experience romantic happiness, and she was called upon to assist with beauty, dance, divine magic, motivation, and relationships. And Una loves to dance outside, so she and the ancients would dance in the groves of the woods and worship to worship and invoke her. I love that imagery. This morning, it was like really heavy fog over the lake. And then in the backyard, we have all those woods. So it was just this like creepy kind of fog. And I'm like, I looked at Chris because we've been watching a lot of mythology shows and Mm -hmm. stuff on, I don't know, documentary thing. And I go, is this the time where I become Artemis and like the stag comes out and bows down to me? (laughs) Yes. As you sit there with your hair veiling your nude body. Yes. And it (laughs) grows the ground. And I'm just like, yes. The earth and heavens above. I love it. So some ways to connect with the goddess. Una's blessings are invoked to find true love, like you said, and to experience romantic happiness. To help you solve problems in imaginative and magical ways. When you sense nervous energy and need to find ways to feel at ease. That's me all the time. (laughs) It's like a chihuahua. (laughs) Oh, my God. No wonder I have a chihuahua. You know? Both of us just sit there and shake. We're like, <laughs> like there's something wrong. And if um, and when you would like to work with the fairy realm. So in the book by Patricia Telesco, uh, 365 Goddess, A Daily Guide to the Magic and Inspiration of the Goddess, she suggests to wear green, which is the favorite color of the fairies. Ooh. Wear some pleasant sounding bells. <laughs> Are there like bad sounding bells? You wear a whole ton of cowbells. Well, like, I need like, more cowbells. No, you need like the ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> there's like the huge church bell that thung, thung. yes, yes, with uh, what's his name, the hunchback who's yes, ringing, like. <laughs> yes. So grab your pleasant sounding bells that tinkle, ones, yes. <laughs> that tinkle when you walk. <laughs> Tinkle lightly. I like that. Fairies love this sound. They love the tinkling. Oh, lightly. yes. Yes. Okay. Or carry a starolite stone, also known as the fairy cross. This stone not only brings luck, but also helps in controlling elemental beings such as the fae. Ooh. Um, to see fairies today, find a four-leaf clover and lay seven kernels of green beneath it. Ooh, you always find of, stuff like that. You know what? But I've searched my entire life for four-leaf clovers. Like, anytime I see a patch of clovers, I'm looking at them. Aww. I did find a two-leaf clover recently, though. Does that count? Like, can you get two I know. Of those? I was like, I'm like, this is unique, right? Um, yeah. But... Even when Matt proposed to me, he was all pissed off because he was trying to make the sunset and I was stuck in a field of clovers. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking for a four leaf clover. <laughs> that, is, that is so you. <laughs> and this is like Valentine's. Okay. Like it wasn't like any like special holiday. It's like anytime I see clovers, I stop. I just, have, I used to have a little four leaf on my keychain, but who knows yeah. if they just like manufactured that, but still. <laughs> right. If any of you goddess lovers have ever found a four leaf clover, please DM us, yes, email us, us send us pictures. Yes. I totally want to see it. Mm-hmm. So, or um, there's some suggestions to go. F- uh, wow, hey there. Oh, or to <laughs> it's go- all right. <laughs> Goodness. Or to go to an area where oak, ash, and thorn trees grow together. Ooh. This is said to be sacred ground for both the Fae and Una. If you're concerned about fairy mischief, wear red for protection or carry some flint, as the Irish did keep fairies at arm's length. 
interesting yeah you have oak trees outside right i do yeah the one tree in the back is an oak tree yes that's where we found our little acorns yes one another how you know i always kind of wanted to do because it has those beautiful um roots coming up i always Mm -hmm. wanted to make little fairy doors oh you should do it yeah Una loves to dance, as Gigi said, and move her body, or you can move her, whoa, she loves to dance and move her body through you. That's a little... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she loves it when we engage in this activity with her. So I guess dance. Yes. To synchronize dance. Let's dance. Put on your red, red shoes, shoes and dance, dance the, the blues. blues. Oh, so hey, you wear your red look, shoes. He was the fairy king in the labyrinth. Whoa. You're blowing my mind. Okay. Boom. He's the fairy king, but he wore Boom. red shoes. Oh. Which protects like, him. Wow. Look at that. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so to synchronize yourself with Una's energy, imagine yourself as a graceful ballerina. Dancing among the flowers or in a grove in the woods. One doesn't have to exclude the other necessarily. So visualize whatever feels most resonant and easy for you. Better yet, do this for real in such a natural environment. Can you imagine? Do this for real. Yeah. Just be a ballerina out in the nature. Like, just go for it. Like, (laughs) imagine my chubby butt running around the woods (laughs) trying to do a pirouette and be like, pop, 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 pop. I still see you nude with your your dew sparkles, you know, and just your hair. Like, your hair is just like gracefully covering your nether regions and you're riding the stag. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I think at this point my belly covers my nether region, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> and that's all tucked oh in half. Goodness, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Oh, am oh I making gosh. you blush? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That so, never happened. Oh. Well, now let's talk about something else that's really fun. Let's talk to Sarah Robinson. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk to her a little bit about her new book, The Kitchen Witch, which is uh, full of um, fairy, folklore, and fantasy, right? Is that how it goes? Yeah. Sounds good. I don't remember. Is that the right title? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I I have my copy downstairs. So it is, it has fairy tales. It has uh, folklore of the kitchen witchery it has a folklore about food it she'll explain it all in her interview awesome all right let's talk to her now hey goddesses we are here today with the amazingly magical sarah robinson hi sarah thank you for joining us hello my darling thank you so much for inviting me back to be with the goddesses and the witches Oh my God. It just feels like it was yesterday you were talking about what we're going to talk about your book saying that, you know, you're working on something for next year and it's next year. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) So um, can you tell us a little bit about the name of your book and just a little bit about how it came about? Yeah. So the book is called Kitchen Witch, Food, Folklore and Fairy Tale. And it is, uh, oh, it's a kind of a, a delicious intertwining of food and magic, a lot of goddess lore, and also the history of women and their kind of their role in the kitchen and with the magic that they wove into food. And it was quite a journey to kind of put together. It began as just a tiny, a tiny sentence or two in my first book, Yoga for Witches. And my publisher said, I think, I think there's more here. And Boy, was there ever more. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. When I got the book, I was, I joked with Gigi, I go, "Um, it's over 200 pages. What am I going to do? No, (laughs) but there's just so much knowledge and you provided a lot of knowledge and history of food and herbs and spices that we use every day. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, it was, there were times when it just felt so big because when you're looking at food from the the beginning of time, it just felt, it felt a lot. But it was beautiful to kind of explore explore Kitchen Witch maybe in a slightly different way. I know there's so many gorgeous books out there that are kind of recipe books and kind of a, a celebration of the Kitchen Witch as she is here with us today. But there's so much history of food magic that even though Kitchen Witch itself is a, is a modern term, celebrating the magic within food is so ancient that it was beautiful to kind of track track the development of that 
kind of mythology and story and 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 how it journeyed to what we know as the kitchen which today was a real a real challenge but a real beautiful journey and, and I'm really glad kind of now you can, as a reader can kind of follow that journey that I take through the book which is uh, which is lovely Yes, and I, I actually found it quite refreshing that it wasn't just a book of recipes. It was actually the meaning and the intention behind each item that goes into the recipes and just your rituals. And one of my favorite parts, because it's what I love, is the magic beans, coffee, chocolate, and tea section. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it glory? I mean, not it was God, that sounds sound like yeah. I'm boasting about my own book. But As you when should. I discovered some of those stories, I was like, oh, my gosh, the... The Guatemalan chocolate, which is particularly, yes. I kind of, you know, I squealed out loud and I found this kind of body of research that um, this professor had done about kind of when you pulled out the records of the um, the Inquisition and and, yes. and how there were these amazing stories that they kind of, this fear of, of witches casting spells with chocolate. It was just, oh, that was such a, a happy day for me. I was like, this is amazing. So, And, and was... within the chapter, that's just one of the little tidbits. I mean, there's, there's many others. And I found so delightful the coffee, the liquid ritual, how mm. you talked about it with, um, it's Mercedes Reyes, founder yeah. of Bruja Coffee. And it's something as simple that pretty much everyone on the planet does every morning is drink their coffee. You can infuse with such intention. Yes. And it's when we look at food and drink, it's very much, you know, once it was just it was just day to day life that we would maybe say a blessing or a charm to kind of brew our our drinks or, or bake our bread. And it was just it was kind of just woven into the daily life of of cooks and herbalists and healers and stories like a Mercedes beautiful, well, her beautiful writing, but also her beautiful work of mm-hmm. um, of her work as a bruja of coffee um, and a brewer of coffee. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, it really connects to that wonderful kind of idea that this stuff is magical and is beautiful, but it's also just completely every day as well and how, how wonderful that it can be both those things. Yes, absolutely. And I, I just, I love that section. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's just, it's great. And all of the, uh, just the different, uh, I, I'm looking through it right now, just to kind of go back, just the, the meaning of honey and salt. Mm-hmm. And, and it's such a, a, I can't even go on more and more about the book. Um, but I, I also love the, uh, the journeying the wheel of the year section. Um, are these a lot of practices that you do uh, throughout the year? There's definitely a lot of my own in there. And I have to say, I kind of I drew on my womancraft publishing community a bit for kind of other ideas. So I think uh, Lucy from womancraft added in a few beautiful bits, especially from sort of Irish Celtic traditions and traditions that she follows. So I drew on my kind of sisters a bit for kind of ideas. But that was nice as well, because it's kind of like, what did your grandmother do? And what, you know, what did she brew up in tea and soups at this time? And what's that recipe that your aunt used? So it was a kind of a little kind of communion of all coming together and kind of talking about our, our family histories and our, our own little practices that we do. So that was special. Which is, yeah, which is what I feel uh, being a witch really is, is just sharing and collecting information throughout your journey. Yeah, exactly so. Exactly so. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, how long did it take you to write this book? Um, yeah, this one has been a long time coming, I suppose. The first, the first inklings were that first kind of paragraph in Yoga for Witches. And Yoga for Witches is two years old now, but that's two years since it was published. So ooh, like two and a half years, maybe, um, which basically has taken me through the entire of lockdown, which is useful. I suppose it gave me something yes. to, to focus <laughs> on. Um, so it was a good few years. And, and gosh, my poor publishers, I was I was editing up to literally the day it went off to the to the printers because I'd find new things every time. Oh, can we put this in? Can we put this goddess in? Can we put this witch in? So, I mean, bless them. They were so patient with me. But, uh, you know, there's there's always something more to discover with this one. So they they had to reel me in at the end and just be like, no, okay, it's going. You're just going to have to deal with it now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you would ever do like a, a kitchen witch part two? I would be very excited at the possibility and I won't say that it hasn't been discussed. Oh, good. So (laughs) obviously I couldn't possibly talk about it, but um, I think there's, 
there's so much substance here that there's definitely scope to journey onwards with it. So that's, that's exciting. Fantastic. No, and that's great. I mean, right now, enjoy Kitchen Witch. Um, (laughs) Oh, yes, I'm too exhausted, really, to focus on anything. So uh, you kind of get to that point at the end of a book where you're both delighted and just totally wiped out because you're just like, oh, my God, just uh, go into the world now. I'm going to have a lie down. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even imagine you deserve uh, some tea. Um, You had your your launch party, correct? Mm -hmm. Was that yesterday? It was yesterday, yeah, and it was... Congratulations. Um, thank you so much. It was, uh, I, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of created what I, what I kind of dream, my dream launch party would be in real life would be, you know, my favourite little local bookshop and we'd all kind of meet up and we'd have our, our nice proper clothes on because we're, you know, <laughs> out of lockdown now, so we'd have some nice shoes on and some earrings and we'd have a glass of wine and then I'd just sit down and, in a circle perhaps and just tell some little stories. So I tried to kind of... <laughs> In my mind, I was recreating that in a in a virtual sense, and um, oh. I, th- I think we did okay. We all kind of had our little drinks and kind of had a little toast, and I shared a few tales, and uh, that was nice. <laughs> oh, I think I wanted to try to do it, but it was just it didn't time up with the timing here, so I was like, "Oh, trying to synchronize timings is the gl- it's lovely that we can connect worldwide, but just timings it's yeah. really hard." But um, I did record it actually, so it's it's up on YouTube oh. now. Now I oh, think so. You're welcome. It. You're welcome to see me stumble over some of the stories as I kind of sip on my whiskey and get <laughs> steadily more intoxicated. <laughs> I love it. And what is your YouTube so that our followers can go and watch that? Yes. So it's just Sentia Yoga. Um, so there's some um, meditations there. There's some yoga and there are my book readings as well. So it's just S-E-N-T-I-A Yoga. Um just like my website. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, good. Perfect. Um, yeah, definitely. We'll check that out. I know um, Gigi wanted to be here, but she uh, wasn't able to. But um, she would definitely want me to thank you and your publishers for donating to our one year anniversary. One of our lucky listeners um, actually yeah. got a copy of Kitchen Witch. So thank you so much for that. Yes, congratulations to Rachel, I think it was, who won the... I believe so, yeah. Yes, and I hope that she has... The postal service here in England is so bad right now that I really hope that she's received it because it, oh. it, she'll get it, but just in time. But um, she yeah. may have it now by the time this podcast goes live and hopefully she's, she's enjoying it. <laughs> Let us know, Rachel, if you did get it or not. <laughs> um, so far, everything's arrived. It just takes ages, but um, there we go. The you know anticipation of the waiting or, or something like that. Exactly. Um, another thing I wanted to say about the book is I absolutely love the illustrations. Um, who did the illustrations? Oh gosh! So the front cover uh, specifically is an artist called Jessica Rue, and she her work is so enchanting she Mm. does beautiful work with the kind of natural world and flora and fauna and uh, she's actually she's just done an oracle deck um and i think that actually came out maybe last week um but if you look for jessica rue on social media you'll you'll find her on all of her beautiful work um and oh no this is terrible the inside illustrations we bought from an artist on shutterstock but i can't remember their name oh i'm gonna have a look at the front cover and see um I feel oh, terrible. I I so feel like, uh, <laughs> well, you know, these things. Are, oh, um, Bodor Tividar did the, um, and that's, I, uh, I think that's a guy. Um, it's tricky when you buy from Shutterstock because it's kind of, there's artists, but you kind of, um, we didn't quite kind of communicate with him in the same way that we communicated with Jessica because it's like, you know, it's kind of a back and forth and a conversation. But we are very delighted with all of the illustrations of the book, the in, inside and the cover. I think it kind of, it really helps to kind of, that kind of idea of enchantment and kind of drawing you into this little kind of joyful mythical world. So yeah, it was just, <laughs> as soon as I got it out of the pack, cause I completely, cause I pre-ordered and I completely forgot when it was going to come. So it was a surprise. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's the best way. That's totally the best way. Cause then you're not kind of waiting on it. And then when it arrives, cause when the, when the box of books arrived here, I was just like, Oh my God, oh, they're here. <laughs> it's like seeing your baby arrive. That's gotta yes. be so exciting. <laughs> we are it so really lovely. <laughs> We're just so proud of you, Sarah. Um, oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> of course. You know I'm a huge fan. Um, and uh, on Insight Timer, I know that you had done, and I haven't listened to them yet, and I need to, Kitchen Witch, um, little meditations for certain, um, uh, why can't I talk right now? Um, 
<laughs> for the Sabbaths uh, for the the Wheel of the Year. And um, I can't wait to listen to them. They just look delightful. Yeah, they, they were fun to do. And they were basically just, I'm just reading basically from the book, which is, is always fun because then it's like if you don't have the book yet and you kind of want to get a little sense of it, it's a nice way to kind of just listen to to a few of the little bits and you know just uh, you know following the seasons is always nice especially in sort of uh, a food and drink kind of way and kind of gathering your hearth or gathering at your hearth and your altar and so hopefully people will enjoy that it was a, it was a nice new one to do because <laughs> I have like a million meditations on Insight Timer so it's always nice to be inspired by like a new series to do <laughs> Yes, exactly. And I do. I, I love all of your uh, meditations. Um, so yes, congratulations on the book. Go and buy the book Kitchen Witch by Sarah Robinson. Um, they can get it at uh, Womancraft Publishing and also anywhere that books are sold, correct? Exactly so. Um, all the big online guys have it and you can get the ebook from them as well, you know, like the Kindle and, and those kind of things. Um, from the publishers is always lovely because you will get a signed copy um and i believe you get a special bookmark as well so it's always nice to go direct to womancraft um and also just your um you know your local indie bookshop you can always ask them to order books in so if you want to kind of support your local indie right now which is obviously you know more important than ever do just you know just go in and and they'll find it for you and, and they can order it um from the publishers so that's an option too and in support local bookshops um So you are actually going to be appearing on our episode. We're talking uh, today about Utna. Am I saying that? Mm, Yes, Una. Yes. Una. Una. Okay. That's even easier than what I was trying to do. There are many spellings (laughs) of just all the goddesses, you know, especially, you know, the older the goddess, the more ways people have spelt it. So it's, you know, there are probably 20 different ways to spell and say her name. So yeah, (laughs) it's fine. And and I'm sure she doesn't mind as well. Like she's not fussed. (laughs) No, she's like, yeah, say my name. That's fine. I'm good with it. Um, so I uh, just wanted to see if you had any uh, info or little tidbits about her that you could share with us. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, definitely in some Irish folklore, she was a member of the Tuatha Danann, which I always stumble over and always got Irish people are probably cursing my name. I kind of mispronounce <laughs> her name every time. Um, but they were this um, kind of the mythical Irish fairy race and they were kind of thought of perhaps as fairies, as deities. And there's these beautiful, the lovely little story I always think of, of the Tuatha Danann is that they, um, they might have been kind of deities or fairies that fell from heaven and then wherever they fall, that becomes their domain. So if they fall within the woods, they become woodland goddesses or woodland sprites and if they fall in the water they become goddesses of the water so when I think of Una it's her her energy is very kind of kind of calming and kind of a deity of peace almost so you might connect her to um you know deities of compassion so you know I think of like Kuan Yin and Aphrodite and the the idea of being very kind and nurturing to yourself and just to to let things unfold in their own time, which I think is always useful for us as we kind of, we're still unfurling, I think, from just so much, you know, pandemics, wars, you know, natural disasters, a new moon coming up at the end of the week. We're all kind of just slightly falling apart, I think. Um, So the idea of kind of just taking our time and being kind to ourselves is a message, I think, that Una represents, which is just perfect for this time I think so I think you've uh I say you've chosen wisely but perhaps she chose you so yes well and speaking of chosen when we were talking about it you said that you opened up your oracle deck and who was on the top of the deck Una was the first card at the top of the deck so hello (laughs) she was she likes to take it easy but she was ready she was ready to roll in this this instant she was like yep you need me right now so I'm here She's like, slow and steady, but I'm right here for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. It's wonderful to always catch up with you. Um, It's an honor to have you back on the show. Is there anything else that you want to tell our goddesses about? Are you going to be doing any more um, yoga online? Because I know you started teaching in person again, correct? Yeah. So I I am back. um... That's exciting. 
Yeah, it is. It's lovely to be back in the studio. I'm back at the the Bath YMCA, which mm-hmm. I know many listeners will not, not be local to the Bath YMCA. But if you are local, do drop by. And um, to go off topic slightly, the Bath YMCA is uh, connecting and supporting the YMCA's around Europe, including those in uh, the Ukraine and uh, surrounding countries. So Moldova and Belarus. So supporting your local YMCA is always uh a good thing and right now really appreciated so oh that's fantastic. so there's that <laughs> no, that's um, so that's really good um so yeah it's lovely to be teaching back in person i do still have my insight timer meditations and i do some of them live some of them recorded so you can always find me on insight timer doing various things and youtube which we spoke about earlier so yeah. all the all the usual online places you can come and hang out and say hello and, and feel free to connect to me on social media anytime it's always Always lovely to chat to people and and pictures of the book. I love seeing people's pictures of the book because everyone does these really, you know, they take better pictures than I ever could. You know, beautiful yes. pictures with their with their pets or in their garden. I'm like, God, these are amazing. So feel I free always, to take the pictures yeah. of the book. <laughs> I always think I'm like, how do they come up with this? How do they make it look like that? It looks so simple. And some of them are just amazing. I'm like, wow, this. Yeah our readers are really skilled, (laughs) beautiful (laughs) pictures, like way better than anything I've done. So, and it's just really fun. It's a, it's a lovely way to to connect and see that people are enjoying the book and and having a bit of fun with it, which is nice. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. I hope you are just on cloud nine right now and glowing and enjoying this time because there's so much love and work that went into this book. Thank you so much. Your, you know, your guys' support is so lovely and I love seeing the work that you guys do and in carrying the message of all the goddesses. It's just so beautiful. So I think we're just, you know, we're just like girl crush. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll come visit and then you can show us the, the baths that are there and everything. Yes. And, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be lovely to actually connect. But we do thank you so much for joining us today, Sarah. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you for joining me, everybody. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with her. Of course. Um, you know, that those time differences of the UK and the East Coast and the West Coast, it gets to us. So Nicole yes. so graciously took over for that interview. It, yeah, I could just listen to her talk all day. So she, I, I'm, I was totally fine with that. I'm like, yes, keep talking. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. That was so amazing. Well, let's get back to a little bit about Luna. So some correspondences that um, are associated with her symbols and themes would be sparkly and brightly colored altar cloth and candles. Um, Representations of Una would be fairies, butterflies, and gnomes, wands, coins, and other shiny things, wine, beer, honey, butter, honey and butter, um, okay. sweet cakes and cookies. So into it. all the lovely, tasty treats, of course. Yeah. I love all that stuff. It's so cute. Um, colors would be silver, iridescent, and shimmery shades. Uh, incense and scented oils would be tangerine, clary sage, peppermint, jasmine, saffron, honeysuckle, daisy, sunflower, heliotrope, lavender, and rosemary. Hmm. Fruits, flowers, and herbs would be mushrooms, apples, berries, seeds, acorns, and dried pine cones, and all wildflowers. Uh, gems and metals would be the starlight stone, which is commonly known as the fairy cross or fairy stone. This stone not only brings luck, but it also helps in connecting with elemental beings, such as the fae, in a positive way, but yeah. at the same time protects you from witchcraft and black magic. So it's got some dual purposes there. Sweet. Also... Um, rutilated quartz um, which is known as angel hair quartz it's a powerful electrical conductor and it amplifies energy and thoughts and intensifies and deepens altered states and it opens the crown chakra and stimulates imagery and dreams gold and silver strands are also associated with her and they help strengthen from um, protection from radiation and increase health and rejuvenation Also, moonstone, jade, citrine, mossagate, and tourmaline. So she's got a lot of interesting correspondences, some that I've never heard of before, which are really fun. Yeah, I'm into all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, I would eat all of the flowers and herbs. I would Mm -hmm. wear all of those crystals. I love it. So let's do an oracle card. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
I don't know why I did it that way. Sacred <laughs> Mothers <spooky>. and <laughs> I know I'm like, this is from Sacred Mothers and Goddesses by Claudia Olivos. The meaning of the card, Una, is creative solutions. Sometimes problems need creative solutions rather than a flight or fight reaction. Consider it possible to resolve your current situation by inventing a different scenario, one you have never thought of before. It is sometimes better to rewrite your story and live the life you want. You can survive and achieve victory by thinking outside of the box. Do not rush to make things happen while in a state of apprehension. Instead, have the faith to use your wits to find ways to solve problems. Trust that everything is occurring in the perfect timing and be open to the fact that the right answer may at first seem unconventional. Wow. Sister's talking to me straight on. Mm-hmm. Both of us. Yeah. Jeez. Right? It's, it, it's true. And that's been um, some of my common verbiage I've been using a lot recently when I've been hit with um, unforeseen circumstances is trying to be responsive, not reactive. Yes. And so I think that's that same mentality of like, rather than the fight or flight reaction, you know, Mm -hmm. look at it a different way and choose your words, choose your battles, you know, respond appropriately, which we should do a lot more of in life. And then we wouldn't end up in these unfortunate situations that are happening all over the world, especially with Russia and Ukraine, you know, it's just, it's really horrible to see what they're going through right now. And, um, you know, I just hope that it all comes to resolution soon. Yes, absolutely. Well, now, in closing, Una is as much of a goddess of glamour and illusion as she is of potent magic. She reinvented herself and her story. Rather than giving up when life threw her a curveball, she persevered, keeping her eyes on the light at the end of the tunnel. She's the mistress of the house and her husband, and the leader of the Tua de Danan. She um, has the children of the creator of the goddess Danu or Dana. She holds great store by her opinions and her intelligence and her talents. And because it is so easy for her to focus on, because it is so easy for her to focus on her end result and to take steps patiently towards that, it's almost like child's play to her. And indeed, she reminds you that manifestation is much easier when having fun and in the process. Therefore, she has a childlike energy and can help you find your inner child if you've lost your connection to it. We're so, like that. Yeah. Don't make it hard, you know, go with it. Just, just flow with it and enjoy it. Find the joy in that you have to do in order to come to the light. Kind of reminds me of um, that quote from that great philosopher. Um, I can't uh, remember Nicole the name. Sikoni. No, uh, it's uh, <laughs> the Joker. Why so serious? <laughs> that is true. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Why so serious? Why yes. so serious, everyone? Oh. oh, my goodness. So, yeah, this yes. one was a, a light, good good goddess to have um Mm -hmm. next week's goddess um it's going to be in honor of uh, the people of the ukraine and like eastern europe um i'm excited to do that one Um, but yeah she was a lot of fun i i just i uh, maybe i am drawn to the faith i think you are yeah because i i I do i adore well you know what i really like the the it's so weird i like norse and i like celtic Mm -hmm. stories um, cause they kind of go around and explain things a bit more in my mm-hmm. feeling, but then I also love native American and uh, the indigenous. Yeah. They all have different ways. Like native yes. American indigenous are very like, um, tr- true to the, to the way they explain things. It's not like beating around the bush. They're very like how they would explain it to a child, you know, almost yes. like very yes. like innocent and like, and just like, look, this is the way it is because of this, you know, mm-hmm. um, where, Celtic and Norse have a little bit more of like a fun um you know mythical aspect to it you know you have a little bit more of like some like fun stuff thrown in there and with the Greek and Romans it's very like gossipy and tumultuous it's very much like a soap opera it's very (laughs) much yeah it's like reality tv like if we're going on the 
but I do enjoy all of them. Don't get me wrong. But yes, no, but they now all, that so I'm interesting how different yeah. places relay their stories. And it's 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 amazing, you know, having done this over a year now, um, just learning that there is more to goddesses than just Roman and Greek mythology. Yes, yes. I um I need to do or we need to do um, some more of the Orishas, the yes. um, African goddesses. Those ones are fascinating and there's more so yeah that was exciting so that was una hope everyone loved her thank you so much sarah for talking to us thank you sarah and congratulations on your book she had her launch party she said the pre-sales were doing amazing and that um that makes it very very good for an author um in the eyes of their publisher so thank you everyone for supporting her and Gigi, how can everyone find us? Well, of course, if you haven't found us already, you can find us on all the different listening services such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatnot, um, Anchor. Um, also, we're on Instagram, Goddess Chat Leos. Follow us on there if you want to see fun stuff and interact with us on a, a on another level. We just kind of share fun things and pretty pictures about the goddesses, and we can chat a bit and just you know have fun with each other on there. And then um, you can also email us goddesschat at yahoo.com. That is the best place to go if you want to talk about um, things more in depth with us, you know. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear. Um, some suggestions from you or just share your stories with us or if you want to you know possibly partner up on something let us know come on through and and talk to us there and one of our favorite favorite things is when we get either a dm or an email and someone says hey just listening to your show and i love it made me smile just anything you know we're leos we want positive feedback come on yes yes we do we we thrive on um tell words me of love affirmation me. Yeah. it's called um mm-hmm. <laughs> yes love affirmation. oh my goodness words of affirmation words of affirmation for the code i'm very singy today dependent I goddesses i love it it's good i wish you could have seen me earlier when i was like how can people find us i was doing like the arm thing oh <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you again for sticking with us, even though we had a little bit of a break there. Yeah. And we're we'll back. Catching up soon. We're back. We're sassy. Yes. We're yes, ready we to are. go. Yay. And it's now, right. we've been recording 3 3 3 3. Ooh, oh, yes. Awesome. Crazy. All right, goddesses. Love you. Have a great day. Love you. Day. Bye. Mm, bye.